Because to be white in 1963, and I would argue still today, is to have the luxury, the privilege, if you will, of not having to know black and brown truth. You can be oblivious to the reality of people of color and suffer no consequence. Very, very segregated country. Millions of white Americans live in places where they rarely see anyone of a different race. You're listening to Your Neighbor's Hood, a podcast for uncomfortable culture conversations, specifically about race. Do your thing, Christina and Jackie. Okay. So. Hello. It's Christina. And Jackie. Yeah. And we are Your Neighbor's Hood. Yep, yep, yep. You heard it. And like Zahara told us, we're just going <laughs> to yeah. do our thing. I hope. Do you guys love our new intro? Because I certainly do. So people that are new to the podcast, that is Zahara, Jackie's daughter. Yes. My, how old is that girl? How old is she? Seven? Uh, yeah, that's it. She's seven. She's seven. <laughs> and she did a great thing. And she came up with the line, do your thing. Do your thing, girls, or whatever she said. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I just... She's yeah. the cutest. Uh, yes. So, so, what's good in your hood, Jackie? What's going what's, on? What's good? Um, well, I am... Um, I don't know. It's been an interesting week. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I need to look at my calendar to figure out what my life has I been know. like. It's been a the, lot this past the week. The past week. Well, I know the majority of the week was revolving around what was going on. That's what I was... In our political uh, situation, so... Um, yeah, it, it made for some interesting, I cut off all my hair. Yeah. Well, maybe two weeks ago I cut off, chopped off all my hair. You know, when I, I feel like when I get to it, yeah. when I get to those moments where I'm like, stress, I get you won't banged. take me. You do. <laughs> I've yeah. done it so many times. I mean, cause I don't, I'm trying to grow my hair out. So, but that's just something easy to do mm-hmm. just to go get bangs. Snip, mm-hmm. cut something off. Yeah. Like right. Shedding. I feel right. like a lizard yeah, it's just weird. shedding something. That's a very woman thing to do is yeah. do something with mm-hmm. your hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to get another haircut here pretty soon. Um, gosh, my... <sighs> I want to tell you this. You might think it's funny, yeah. but it was not funny to me at the moment. I really had to get at my son this week, this past week. He had an instance where he wore his do-rag out of the house. Do you know what a do-rag is? Yeah, I do know okay. what a do-rag is. Yeah. So, of course, most people know what a do-rag yeah. is. He wears his do-rag out of the house, and he already knew. Like I said, if you have a do-rag on, it's worn in the house right or you um or it's wearing when you sleep right and if you're in the house it's because you're going to be in the house for a while so i get this nice little email from a teacher oh no <laughs> oh no that says hey well duran um today duran came into my classroom with durag on french class that's what it was he came into my class with durag on and i asked him to um take it off and and he did it and I had to tell him like three times. But then I asked him if it was for religious reasons and he said yes. No, he didn't. That's not even the rest. That's not even <laughs> And she said so I asked him what his religion was and he smiled at me and said, Black. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> Your kids are always entertaining me. Like, you have so many good stories. I said black. I'm reading the email. First off, I had already went out and got him. It was like, oh, my baby, it's a Friday. I'm going to try to make it yeah. a great day with him or whatever. No, girl. No, my husband was like, did you get the email from the teacher? I said, no, I didn't get it. So I'm walking in. I was like, what? What do you do? What happened? And so we had this big whole thing about, 
Oh, he got a consequence. Let me just say that. Yeah. One, because he deliberately disobeyed me and I told him not to take the durag right. out of the house. Two, because he was being a smart ass, period. Yeah, Purely. he knows that he, at this point. Clearly, because she's like, I had to remind him that black is not a religion. It's a race. He knows and, that. and I'm like, no. So I'm having this debate. I gave him a serious consequence. I'm just going to say that. But then I had to talk to the village about it. So I call one friend and she's like dying laughing. They're just like cracking up. They're just like, hilarious, Duran. So hilarious. Oh, I'm like, which but no. you can't give him that response. Okay. Right. Yes. But then my one friend was like, well, can I just tell you? She's the one who reminds me yeah. that for my son's whole life, he's been telling me that he's from Mars. Like he used to tell me all these stories about how he's from Mars. And, and she was like, but remember, like he's from Mars and people on Mars make different sense of things. The lady asked him a dumb question. Like, is that for your religion? Yeah. And she knew it wasn't. Right. And he responded with a dumb answer. Oh, so he God. was just, I was like, no. No, no, we're not excusing. This is what happens. But anyway, that's probably the highlight of my week, the new religion that we have. But we have made a joke out of it. Every time he does something simple, we're like, so is that because of your religion? (laughs) Or, you know? And then I don't know, some of you guys may have seen CB4. It's an old movie with Chris Rock and a bunch of folks in there. And we're like, is this the song for your religion? It's a song where he goes, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. Yes. So now from, song. No, but I was like, hey, is this song for like your religion? Like it's a joke. It's a running joke. He gives us great running jokes. He oh, does. I'm sure he has does. Several He's a hilarious kid. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. That's surprising. So Christina, what is good in your hood? Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know if I have anything that funny, but um the Kavanaugh stuff, not making it political, but that's just been really yeah. stressful to me. Very. Like my face broke out, I have cold sores, and I was Googling that and I was like, Oh, that's stress related. Mm-hmm. So you know, not making it, um, again, not political, but it's, um, we talk about this, I'm a sexual assault survivor, so yeah. that has just been on my heart and my mind. And I was yeah. like, why do I just, I've been felt tired and just cranky, you know? Mm-hmm. And just, so I think this week has just been hard. So I've been really working on the self-care. Yeah. This weekend was like a do nothing weekend for me. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm okay. Things are better now, but yeah, it was just hard to because I follow all that stuff. Yep, same you know? here. Yeah, I'm here, and so I've just had to learn to accept it, and it is what it is now. And where do we go from here? Yeah, where do we where do we go? Yeah. That that is so true. Yeah. So how are you doing today? Today's better. I feel a lot better. I mean, like I said, I just know how to take care of myself better than I ever did. I never took, I never did self care. I thought it was like a frou frou, like what yeah. is this? You know what I mean? And then now I'm like, no, I think there's like yesterday I didn't do anything. I watched. A lot of scandal. <laughs> My husband. That'll empower you. Yeah. Some Olivia Pope. Yes, I love it. He's like, this show is awful. And I was like, stop, go do something else then. You don't have to, don't make fun of my show, you know, until <laughs> listen. And then, and then I get embarrassed because like, it is really corny. Like, they'll just say like lines and I'm like, Ugh. But it's my garbage TV. Everyone's yeah. got it. Everybody's got some some junk. Yeah. Junk so, that they I mean, do. you have to. Because I'm like, I am always watching and listening to serious things so I can learn. Yeah. But I was like, scandal's just my... It's your release. Guilty pleasure. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. yes. I, you understand. I watch reality TV as I'm guilty. I'm like, girl. There's nothing have guilty your thing. Care. Who cares? But we did do a course together, which is along oh, the lines of... Yeah. Yeah. That's we right. We did. We did do something together. Are you talking about Vote or Lee? No. Not no. even Vote or Lee, but Sex After 
Yourself. Oh, we did. That's right. We did. Yeah, I'll Facebook Live on that, which was hard. So we always say we're in the culture of uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. We had an uncomfortable conversation together yeah. on yep. Facebook about sexual after being wait, sex after you. assault. I'm like, yeah. How do we manage our sex lives after assault? So it's just yeah. another piece of having those it was good. uncomfortable conversations and been doing again here pretty soon. Yeah, we're always challenging each other. So. Yep. But I'm here for you. I'm I know. Here for I love you. you. I love you too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a rough time, but we're yeah. we're gonna make it. Because it's okay. I always stay positive, you know, mm-hmm. and you, and I get through it. Like that's I sit with the yucky feelings and I work through them. Yes, we gotta do. So dang. How do you transition from that? I know. I'm sorry. No. I don't mean to bring it down. Don't. What, okay. what did I say about apologizing? Yeah, thank you. I do not accept. I am working on that too. Yep. So today, though, we are kind of talking about people working on what, yeah. how they portray themselves around the Dagum world. Yeah, absolutely. And so this term called white savior industrial complex. That is, well, that's the more deeper one. We're, that's the big, yeah. That's, that's the like deeper the, one, but more yeah. like white savior in general. In general. What does it mean and what does it look like? What does it look like? Mm-hmm. I'm so ready, but I'm going to shut the door so Bruce don't bring his bag and butt back in his room. He did leave, so that's good. <laughs> we, we, we're Bruce free. For now. For now, because I feel like he could bring his cute little butt back at any time. Because <laughs> he always wants to. Alright, so... So just, yeah, talking about... Yes. Yeah, I told you. So, yeah, white savior. What is that? That's a crazy term, right? And if you haven't heard of it... Um, what does it make you think of? Yeah. You know? I mean, sit and think for us five seconds. Yeah. White White savior. Yeah. In general. Yeah. White savior complex is white people's need um, to rescue yes. people of color mm-hmm. from what they believe is an oppression. Right. Or <laughs> a disadvantage. Right. Their need to... To save. Yeah. And sometimes that's not really what needs to happen. You got a better definition? No. That, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's what I was going to say. It's not about justice, but it's um, an emotional experience. And this is from this guy named, what is, I can't pronounce it, Tiju Cole, maybe? Tiju. Yeah. Um, but it was just this idea that white people, like a lot of it going to Africa, you know, or mm-hmm. like um, you would see selfies with like white girls yeah a broad piece a broad which is a huge huge piece of it but yeah yeah. um of like poverty porn too i know that's a big term but of just this idea that white people go into spaces where they're you know spaces of people of color and fix or um help you know or not even that portray themselves as being the the hero right. in the the in the selfie the hero right. in the it's and just, centering themselves yes yeah. around and it's it, so. and what I've seen and what I've read and this makes sense is it's not telling a full picture or nope. a full story no nope. so when you when women and a lot of it's women but when people do that in general with those pictures they're not also showing the community that's involved in you know helping themselves and raising themselves because there it's never um it's never just the white people going in and saving but 
when we take pictures and talk about things like that, um, we talk, we make ourselves, we center ourselves. Yeah. And that's definitely. the problem. And it, ha- it doesn't just happen abroad. It happens. It happens right here at home because you do have people in neighborhoods that are going and doing great things in their neighborhood and love to have, you know, non-government organizations come in and support, nonprofits come in and support. Like mm-hmm. we want those people to come and support, mm-hmm. but you don't want them in the neighborhoods looking like they are the reason why things got better. It it reminds me of um, just the images that we see on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Like it is when I'm, because in my past life, I was, well, in my past and present life, curriculum designer. And when I'm designing a story and an e-learning experience Mm -hmm. for someone, sometimes we do it in a third person sort of deal where you're guiding somebody through Mm -hmm. success. And it's, we use this thing called the hero's journey. The hero's Mm, journey. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, in writing, they do it all the time in movies and things. And it's, using the hero's journey of, you know, adversity, um, whatever it needs to go. It's it's cyclical and coming back to being the savior. And it is white people always making them the hero right. in every single Yeah, journey. and it's played itself out in movies. I know one of them, I haven't seen the movies, Freedom Riders. Have you seen that? Yes. And that's and the, a big example of that. The biggest one I remember in my childhood was like Dances with Wolves. Yeah, that's, was like, I, that came up a lot. What's yeah, that one about? Dances with Wolves, Kevin Costner mm-hmm. with the Indian folks with the Native Americans. yeah. Remember that? A while ago. Oh, yeah. And that's from like my way childhood. I just remember I was just like, I mean, like there's some good parts of the movie. It romanticizes white men in the way that they come in and and save. And then um, just in kind of looking at um, a more recent example is um, what's the movie with, uh, I think it's Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know. And the football player. Oh, uh, my God. Blindside. Yeah, very good. Blindside, right? And, and I was reading something about the blindside where it was like, in the book, it talks about this athlete's triumph to mm-hmm. becoming, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to overcoming all of these things and becoming successful and getting into the NFL and all these things. But when you look at the movie, it makes it seem like... What's Blindsided about? To Blindsided is a movie about a, a real football player. Mm-hmm. I just can't think of his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Um, he went through all of this adversity with his family and things like that. And this, this white family took him in and oh, not, it actually it's more than that. It's, he went through all these struggles to get himself to where he, he wanted to be mm-hmm. in the, in the NFL. Mm. And so the, the book tells his complete story, but the movie that Hollywood put out made Which it seem like- Which is what more widespread scene and exposure to, I would think. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the average person maybe didn't read it as much as they would just go watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And know. we know that when books are adapt, adapted into movies, sometimes some things get lost and it's, yeah. you know, everybody always, the book is better, book is mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, this one is extremely damaging in the sense of, it makes it look like the only reason why this guy saw the success that he could, he did, was because of this white family yeah. coming Who gave in. gave him a different, better chance and, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. and, and saved him. But it, the, the kid was already... And it doesn't portray his being talented and mm-hmm. what he's done for himself. Yep. Yeah. And that's exactly what the problem with white savior complex is, is it's it's just never a full story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it also strokes the egos and emotions of the white people. Yeah, because when and when we when we talk on the Hollywood senses it's always the plot always has a white person being the hero. Mm-hmm. Not all. No. Yes. No. It's not, always that's the majority the of the time. Right. A good story. 
Yeah. Requires a European American or whomever right. to be the hero of the day. Yep. James Bond. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just it, And it doesn't get into what I was reading on this too, it doesn't get into the um complex history that we don't so when you come from a Eurocentric history book, it doesn't show the full picture of other countries in Africa and you know what is currently going on or what has gone on. Mm-hmm. Um they just it comes from the perspective of that we were the conquerors, we were the more, you know, advanced culture, um, and that white people contributed to most things that we see, which is just not true, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's, and it's just that yeah, idea. And and most people come from that. We also come from that framework, yeah. unfortunately. And so it's something we have to unlearn. Yeah. And then white people save the world. Yeah. I will tell you specifically this weekend, I was uh, on Twitter and there was a guy and I, I'm going to have to pull up my Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pull it up. Yeah. Um, but he um, got upset about something I said. Oh, because really? I follow, yeah, I yeah. follow all kinds of people. Right. <laughs> so That's smart. Um, we both tried to do that. Yep. And I said a message to like Richard Spencer. I don't know if you know who he is. No, that sounds familiar. Richard Spencer is, he actually, he's a Virginian guy who mm-hmm. kind of has that uh, mindset of the, you know, that there's a white genocide going on and that white oh, men gotcha. are ginger okay. and things like that. But he had put something out there that the whole confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh is bigger than Roe versus Wade. And I agree. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it is much bigger than that. that. It is bigger than, than bigger than partisan politics. Mm-hmm. And so I liked it and I kind of said I agree, you know, and put my two cents in about, about the world as it is. And so this guy comes back and he says, you know, like, nothing was stolen from anybody. Like nobody ever stole anything, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, got it. And, um, but you know, those type of people, you know, can have a good conversation with. But this one guy comes in and says, he goes, why don't you try to fix your own country instead of trying to take over white countries? <laughs> white people are the minority in the world. White countries are the only countries flooded with people of different races. What you're saying is, is saying is genocide whites in their, in their countries. Disgusting. Right. Yeah. That what I'm saying is so what he believes is that is that white people, the gist of it, he said something about we let you guys in our borders. We have these, you know, white people allow open borders. And this is thanks. This is the thanks we get. Okay. The world would be a hell on earth without white people. You'd be in your own country of origin. And if you could do it better than white people, instead, you come to our countries and take and take talk of genociding whites. And so my counterpoint was to him, I can agree. I can agree with some of you are saying. I'm pretty sure that there were people back in time that were saying, why do Europeans keep coming here and taking and taking Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and making our people assimilate? But this gentleman has the idea that white people save the entire world. It's because history was written by, this is so interesting, our history Mm -hmm. books. I was reading this yeah, as I read J Lo, and it's by a wasp, and it's a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant male. But I, I didn't get the whole acronym right. But it's the idea, so it's written from a white male perspective, mm-hmm. and they're portraying history as in that we did that we were the better society, that we were farther yes. along. And it's it sounds insulting, but you just gotta say it. It's like that the that people of color weren't as far along as we were, or yeah. less intelligent, or weren't their societies weren't as advanced, which is just not. True. Which is not true. It's so interesting too. I'm reading in this book, Lies Your History Teacher Told You, um, or learned that you learned in history is that like a lot of the pe- people of color helped white people when they came over. They helped 
them survive in these places that they didn't even and then they you know ended up taking over this land but they helped them survive yes it wouldn't have been able to and the thing about it is is that with the why that's so dangerous is because it is reinforced through education yes so we have an education system where these books are reinforcing the idea that you know columbus saved and made them today is columbus Columbus day Day. (laughs) this won't air on columbus day but but it is but it's it's like here we are um and and in the book the lies he said he makes a great point he said in 1492 mm-hmm. Columbus sailed the ocean blue and in 1493 Columbus stole all that he could see and it's oh, like wow. we forget yeah. that you know that there's also another complex that savior okay I'm coming in I'm like I don't, it just it's just terrible but when it comes to because I was, I was going I know I was about to go off topic mm-hmm. but when it comes to this it's it's even more dangerous when we know that it is yeah it is being written. and people like this guy on 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 Twitter. And he really really believes, believes that that I would be better, worse off in my country. That's which, what it's exactly what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. That that the idea that like <laughs> that people of color are less can are less educated, less like mm-hmm. taking care of themselves, and it just perpetuates the idea. And that's why it's also dangerous when just white people go into other countries yes. and don't take pictures of people of color taking care of their own communities Mm -hmm. and uplifting their own communities and then just show the picture of them with a selfie with the kids. Absolutely. And what they forget is that, especially when they go to Africa, Africa is a rich country. And it is still being raped and pillaged by European folks for diamonds, for the little stuff that goes in batteries. Like, Like, there's so much stuff that's being taken and that those people were overtaken because of the, you know, Europeans give it to them, their advancement in in guns and things like that yeah. allowed them to go in and assort their authority. But those people, they, they came to learn from, we were learning from each other until someone gained some power. And those people made their choices. And this is the situation that we're in now where we're trying to, undo a lot of what we learn it yeah Mm -hmm. and it's even it's it's very tough because we also have foreign policy we have a government that supports the white savior complex yep when a natural disaster hits well who who comes and saves Mm, helps america right right america goes in and provides humanitarian aid and when people think american they think white yep and so it's like white people will always come to the rescue right and it, it shows that, like, people of color can't take care of themselves mm. that aren't independent, you know. And it's, well, it's just what we're, that's what we're used to, though. We're used to centering ourselves. And that's why it's not even, it's not a, it's not even a popular, it's terrible to say, but people, when you, when you tell people what you just said, people think of America as white. Yeah. That's a crazy thing, but it's true. But we're everywhere in everybody's stuff. Right. So even our foreign policy is set up for the white savior complex. And people, and it's like when you say that and then people get defensive because they're like, well, I'm just helping. I want to help. But sometimes you don't realize that the help is hurting. Because when I hear that, I think about just us with like being a feminist and things like that in a sense and how there's been a lot of conversation about white feminists, black feminists, Mm. that there are people who believe they're people with the white savior complex that believe that they have to save Muslim women. 
Right. Um, oh, that's such a great. I remember growing. So I grew up actually. That's the one minority I was around a lot was in Cleveland was my uh, women, Arabic women. And I just remember being taught that they were totally captured and that they were having forced to wear these jobs and it was an impressive thing to them and I remember making friends with Arabic girls and then they were like no we choose to wear this you mm-hmm. know just like you go to church and you choose to worship your god you know and um you know this is a choice for us if anything it's empowering and I remember being like are you kidding me you know like that's not what I was that's told. not what you're taught but it's no normal worse than some women w- with christian faiths that Absolutely. are that are and it's like you are very similar to these people. Oh, I've said that for years. You're very like you think you have you're the, to Islam. Yeah. Yes, like you're not saving this woman no. from anything. No, it's it's very it's a choice and it's an empowering choice for many, you know. But if but when you come from a white again perspective usually christian very often christian perspective mm-hmm. uh you see things one way and and then usually the thing is too the people that are saving people are church people i mean it's people from the church um and i don't even i think i don't think people in the church kind of are aware of i hope they're becoming more aware of the damage they can be doing yeah. when they're going in to these places that they're not it's not them saving it's it's them maybe joining hands with another local community, right. with other community leaders to fix the problem. Yeah. Because there's no way, there are people when they go to these places that are people of color that are joining hands with other people to make it better. Yes. But then what sucks is the way people get the credit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what you see more often mm-hmm. of. Yeah. And then say, and then, then you get the idea that those communities are just taking handouts. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's a really good point. I never yeah, thought about it. And it also furthers the idea of the separation between or the images of people of color, black folks, whatever. It, it furthers those images because that's that's the narrative. That's Which isn't true. always true. Not at all. In no, fact, it's not. Not even a little bit. What did I... So one of my favorite writers is named Nicholas Kristoff, and he wrote um, Half the Sky, and it was a story... And it's about how you can give and getting involved, like, locally, but... Um, and he wrote a story about, like, a school of children in America that was, you know, sending money to a school of kids in Uganda, and then something happened to the kid, the little, a little boy back home, and the kids from Uganda ended up sending money back. You know what I mean? To the kids in America, mm-hmm. and it was this reciprocal relationship. That's what it needs to be. It, 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 and it is, and it was, and it was just so... It's such an incredible story because it's... Those are those are often so untold, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. The kids... It was one classroom in America, one in, like, Uganda, and they were helping each other you know Mm -hmm. the white kids ended up help you know starting out and then the other kids were like well let's raise money for the kids over here because there was a need I forget what the need was and I was like and and the writer said he's like this is more common than you'd think than you actually think and that's the thing about like folks that are traveling abroad I think the statistic is that a million people go abroad a million Americans Uh go abroad and 85% of those people are are white yeah and so when you're going to do these things it's important yeah. To examine what you're Yeah, I saw take. that same statistic as like 85% of people go yeah. to do missions work. Or not missions, but Just to like, go over to yeah. Sir Broad. And like you said, when you're getting optics on things of what are actually happening, like the optics of this this class supposedly helping this class in Uganda, when mm-hmm. it's reciprocal, is that how do you go in these spaces and in, in reading? This is not me. That how do you go in these spaces and create a reciprocal relationship Absolutely. with people. You're not going abroad mm-hmm. to... 
When you to check your intent. And check your intent. Yep. I'm not going to the hood no. because of I'm going to save these people from their terrible lives. It's like you really got to look at what you're actually trying to do. And where where you're coming from, too. Mm-hmm. I even saw, it was like a guide if you were going abroad of don't take selfies with yeah, people, with people in, of color. Mm-hmm. I saw that and I was yeah. like, wow, I love that. You know, take pictures of, you know, community activists and community leaders and children interacting with people that look like them yep. doing the work because they're there. And that goes to what white people are really good at is centering ourselves in everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just loved that challenge of like, take better pictures yeah. take, of just then of just you yeah. holding, you know, African-American children um, because you know, in a pic and the story right behind them, there's also again, a teacher of color or community leader mm. doing the same doing work the same and thing. partnering. And then the white people get, the credit yeah and we're and, and let make no mistake this is not just abroad <laughs> this is right in our own backyard you know this reminds me too of did you see this the video that just went viral not the Lindsay lohan one but the yoga pants lady that like was so there's this woman and she's in a grocery store and then there's another white woman yelling at these two women speaking Spanish mm-hmm. and, um, you know, trying to tell them, like, don't speak Spanish in here. Like, you need to speak English. And this this woman, and they call her yoga pants, comes up and says, get out. Like, you got to watch it. It's really good. Yeah, she's, it. Okay, so mm-hmm. she's screaming at her, you know, get out, get out. So, but then a lot of the black activists I was following, I love, brought this up. They're like, you know, why does she get all this credit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this white woman... Gets all this credit. We want to like, we want to get her on Oprah. We want to do all these things. And they're like, we've been doing this work forever. <laughs> white been... people listen to white people, Christina. Yeah, I know. That's... And it was just so interesting though. It yeah. is that whole white savior complex. I'm not saying that woman had things mm-hmm. that she was saving the day. She didn't. Uh, right. But and the, the, the society of says... society is to say, look at, and then not only that, but Clapper and like, Hey, you're an amazing person, and a lot of these black activists I follow, and I didn't even think of it, and I do this work, you mm-hmm. know. They were like, she shouldn't get a cookie. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the idea that, like, sure, she did a good thing, but not because she's an amazing white person, just because she was being a good human being. Mm-hmm. She's standing up for And I'm proud of her. Me too, absolutely. But, but yeah. she doesn't get to she go and Oprah. Ellen, okay? Exactly. She doesn't need right. You said cookie and I want a cookie. Now. I know I do too. <laughs> Just, cookie in my brain yes. nearly saw um, a cookie hey we'll go get him after this give me a cookie or a honey bun <laughs> well i saw, saw something that was really cool the what is it the barbie the white saver barbie on instagram oh, I saw that too. did you I see didn't. it did I you go did. look yeah okay so i need to get the instagram yeah let me see for the it. barbie so it's like white savior barbie and it's like a handle on on instagram yeah i, I love it I love it. I love it. I love it. Because it's like a parody. Yes. Yeah. Of, yes, it's at Barbie Savior. Okay. So go to at Barbie Savior, and I promise you will die laughing. It's going to be funny because it makes fun of. It makes fun of it. It says, listen, listen, Barbie Savior's, um, (laughs) Barbie Savior's little, like, intro is Jesus, adventures, (laughs) Africa, two worlds, one love, babies, Beauty, not qualified, called 20 years young. It's not about me, but it's about. But it kind kind of is. is. Yeah. Emoji black baby, world World heart, heart. white girl. White girl standing with her hands up. That's so (laughs) awesome. 
But it, it, it just kind of, you know, it's a, it is definitely a parody on. But it's so true. But exactly. But it's true because, especially in the in the world of social media, we become obsessed with ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, and we show. And it's look. There's nothing wrong with. We gotta put this out there too, though. There's nothing wrong with going and doing work. There's in these communities. It's just also examining why you're doing it. The intention. The intention. And then if you're posting pictures, what do those pictures say? Is it, are you shouting out other people that are doing the work beside yourself? Or is it, or is it for self-promotion or to right. kind of make your, to validate your sense of, not validate. I don't know what the word I am, I'm looking for is, but sometimes people do that to say, well, to reassure them. I'm so privileged. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so, I'm And look so at them honored. over there. That's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yes. That's yes. really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that 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 that's a problem, right? Yeah. I don't know who who wrote this, and actually, I should just probably look it up. Yeah, but it's called the White Man's Burden. Mm, I remember I don't know about that. Okay, uh, I remember who brought this to me. It was by Rudyard Kipling. It's a poem. Yeah, that he wrote, and really, the White Man's Burden comes from again white people's idea that that they say it's their burden to save the world mm. and it has always been a white man's burden to come in and um <laughs> make things right for everyone Which because is completely opposite of what a lot of the times we've done yes because they're saving these people from being savages or right. whatever right and the that's thing about white it is, savior complex as well if, if saving people is doing things to make them abandon their own personal beliefs right or if, their own culture uh, yeah yeah if, if, if saving people is, you know, forcing people to assimilate to your way, then, um, and then I don't think anybody should be saving no. anyone. No. Like, at And all. these cultures, let's, let's also reiterate, we're fine without us. I just, we see when you have that Eurocentric mindset again, too, that they're less than or more primitive than us. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not. It's just their cultures. They were living the way that they should and would want to. But we had to come in and tell them, this is when you center whiteness. Mm -hmm. The way we do things is correct. The way you do things correct. I'm going to read the first stanza yeah. of this poem because it's really, it really speaks to yeah. exactly um, what, historically speaking, it says, to take up the white man's bur burden, send forth ye best breed. breed. Wow. Go bind your sons to exile to serve your captives' needs, so the people you've captured. To wait in heavy harness to fluttered folk and wild. Your new-caught, sullen people, half devil, half child. Wow. So that's the way they saw themselves going into these. And this was, we should for reference, it was written in the 1850s. Yes, yes. Right? It was way written in after the Philippine, uh, the Philippine American War, 1899 to 18 to 1902. So uh, very, very early um, 19th century. Hmm. Uh, right. 19. Yep. 19. Late, late 18th century. But you know, centuries get me confused because. Oh, I know. It's always, always the one, one moment behind. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, hey, like that and that is reinforced. So it is, it's very tough 
to to fight the white. I could I could understand why it can be very difficult for people to fight the white savior complex because it is been it's embedded. Inherent. It's been embedded just like racism. It is. It That's is, something you have to be aware of first. Yes. So welcome. If you're out there trying to be <laughs> a white savior, stop. Don't. <laughs> and you know what? I mean, I'm not getting to that. We don't have to be the end, but I think this could be a now what. But like something to do as well is just dig into some different cultures. Dig into the beauty and richness of other cultures and see them outside of the lens of needing to be saved. Yeah. Look at Africa beyond the countries that need saved and look at the rich continent that it really is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, try and break out of the paradigm that Africa is a starving babies. I mean, truly. Yes. And, and you, you and know, it goes back to what we've said from almost the beginning is that the closer you get to real history, yes, ma'am. the closer you get to understanding the truth behind all of these different things. The closer you get to understand that colonialism was positively reinforced and we've got to kind of shift our minds into understanding that there is more to the world than European-centered ideologies. Yes. And that there's beauty, like you said, in all kinds of different cultures. And our history, and our um, our heroes aren't always white and shouldn't be. But if you look at our history books, they always are. They always are. Those are the stories that are often always told. So we need to do like a whole history episode or something. Yeah. People of color that were heroes or all doing kinds of people. That'd be a fun one. Yeah, it ain't just Africa. Look, no, yeah, exactly. It ain't just like, Africa, right? That's true. We're over talking about the Middle East and how they need saving, right? And, and you know what's interesting too? I'd love to even go back and look how I studied world history. Oh. You know what I mean? Like if I now that I think about my college context of how did I learn it, and I'm sure, of course, it's written yeah. by a white perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a lot to unlearn. I'm trying. You know? I'm yes. trying to keep and, up. And if you want to start, I think a great little country to start with is um, a Haiti. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Yeah, and, I, I think Haiti will blow your mind. You guys, I think Haiti is this this place where people just, no, 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 no. Go to the history of why Haiti is the way it is. I just learned about that. Really? How embarrassing is that? <laughs> I just never knew. I didn't know like what we did and I'm still learning. I don't even have to have my head wrapped around like what we actually did in that country mm-hmm. um, to make. And that's the problem is a lot of the countries are the way they are because of things we've done mm-hmm. and it wasn't saving them. No. Nope. It made the lives a lot worse. Yeah. And as Machiavelli said it best is that so the reason that there is no change is because people who stand to lose from change have all the power mm. and the people who stand to gain from change have none of the power. Well, and we've really got to get ourselves in a paradigm that we actually, and I, I think that's almost, it's not a myth because when we talk about economic power, yes, that is the case, that there's just there's a small group of people that stand to lose a lot from us um, mm-hmm. changing the world, but it's more of us than it is of them. Yeah. And so it starts with these little things in, as Christina likes to say, in examining ourselves because changing you you as individuals we as individuals cannot change the world but we can change the person that we are in the world right and that in turn and hope that is changing the world Mm -hmm. right if you change the person that you are for better and it sounds so not trite but it's really true because we were just having this conversation earlier of like you were saying, I always want to work on myself so that way I walk into the world and the room, the best version of myself. And then mm-hmm. hopefully, it's not even just inspiring, but like rubbing off on mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, but you got to do the work. You do. Like, you got to do the work. I it's know there's stuff I suck at. Examining your ego too. Mm-hmm. Who I am and what I'm terrible at and 
Fix that shit. (laughs) Constantly trying to grow. And and I mean, racism and being anti-racist falls into that. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. Man, so this is a good one. Yeah. Challenging for sure. I mean, because I... I don't think I've, I've never, I never really took any like trips or anything like that, but I think I've seen this because I've grew up in the church. I've seen the white savior complex, you know, in play. Um, and it's hard to challenge. I know that a lot of white fragility will come into the Yeah. It'll come in. Yeah. Don't, and don't hesitate to say that, that this could cause, you could trigger your white fragility. Absolutely. If you You haven't listened to that episode, come back. Yeah. So what, now what? Man. So when my so what, now what is one, be aware of it. Like this is a term that you may not have heard of. And then two, try and find it, you know, see it in your, in the systems that you take place in. And then if you do go and listen, we're not saying mission trips are bad. We're not saying working in urban centers if you're a white person is bad. Just go into the spaces also looking for the people that are of color that are doing the work and mm-hmm. give them the credit. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Because we're going in there and there's already people doing the work. There's already people helping their own communities. They just need the credit. Mm -hmm. So before you take that selfie, think about it. Think about it, baby. Yeah. Think twice. And have humility going in and realizing that (laughs) our little things, white people aren't saving the world. We're We're not responsible for saving a community. Yeah. We can join hands with people already doing the work. Yeah, and nobody's gonna walk at me like, "Don't take that picture." Like, don't. No. You know what I mean? Because right. like, you gotta check yourself. Right. Yeah. And if you do take a picture, just include some more pictures because Instagram lets you post a couple now. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you can take. Some but you know, but ones. yeah, like of of the diversity of the situation. Heck yeah. Not just the white person like helping because you know that there are just as equally many people of color doing the work behind them. Amen. Amen. So my so what now what I just it just came to mind it reminds me of insecure Issa Rae working for I gotta watch we got that y'all yeah we got y'all <laughs> and having that whole organization it's an organization called We Got Y'all that um, helps um, low income impoverished oh, no. school yeah 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 and um, the whole team is white and the only person is called the We team. Got Y'all. Yeah, see? Oh and the, the and the literal logo is a white hand with a little black oh figure. Oh my god. So listen, okay, this stuff is not episode. new. I mean, it's the whole organization she works for. I won't tell you what happens because yeah, you need I to, need to watch we it. gotta watch we gotta yeah. let we gotta get my girl watching some yeah. insecure. Um but um but yeah, like there's so many examples of 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 what white savior looks like. I would encourage. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there are just so many, and yeah. the now what is to look at those examples. Like again, look at what happened in Haiti. Look at history. I mean, I watch Insecure. <laughs> like, yeah, well, and examine media too, because I love what you said. Like it's all over the place. Oh, this yeah, isn't yeah. just mission trips. This isn't just white Christians. Mm-hmm. This is it's, it's really ho- everywhere. It's Hollywood. It's our foreign policy. It's our schools. It's our travels is all of that, like mm-hmm. all of that. And the best way to combat this stuff is to do a little homework. And I would encourage you, there are several YouTube videos that won't take much of your time yeah. that you can watch. And you can think about the, the, again, like Christina said, the media that you're taking in, like, come on now. Yeah. you. It, it's all self-reflection. I don't know how to call out white savior complex. So I think that's not even call it out, but how to... How to, because you don't want to stop people from 
helping right in a sense but it or or walk into space where like i want to help but i don't want to be a savior what do i do because well it's just coming in with humility it takes humility and and uh, you know and being humble to realize like look i am not this white people and me i am not responsible for saving this whole place i'm not saving i'm simply part of a system of people already doing the work and i'm gonna humble myself and say what can i add I'm not, it's not about the white people that we're not doing all the work. We're not the ones. And I'm going to be humble and say, I should, I don't need credit for it. Mm. Maybe you don't even take a picture. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, but it's because white people are so, and it's, this sounds, I know people get angry when I would say this, but we're so used to everything being about us. Like that other, the video, like I said, with yoga pants, you know, people are so praising this woman for just being a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And centering. So we got to, white people just, things have been about us for long enough. So we can just not take credit for it. (laughs) Not take some selfies because I promise you'll live. (laughs) Or take the pictures for your own book. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a really good point. You know, like, sure, you want to document. No one's saying don't take pictures of an experience that you're having. It's just, but just, but realize the way it comes off when you're posting yourself with all black children and you like, wow, look how amazing I am. Yeah, the best. Let's do this differently. (laughs) Or put me in your arms like I'm your baby. (laughs) Oh, why she say me? Should that be our Instagram one for this? It Gary. should be. <laughs> Take a picture of you holding me. Jackie's like, oh, oh, you're helping God. me. I um, love you so yes, much. Yes, true. True that, true that. Yeah, well. Oh, man, this is a funny one. I mean, you're always cracking me up. We try. Yeah. Oh, my hey, gosh. let's do the work, y'all, together. Get in the, as you go through your neighbor's hood. Yes. Remember, you're not the only one out there doing the work. That's true. Amen. You got other neighbors, right? Which oh, you make shimmy me cry. Shimmy yam, shimmy yay. God, we need an episode for just you. Mm, no. Well, you're so funny, though. It's a team effort. It is, but you're so funny. All right, I guys. Think, well, I think this is the end. This is it. You've been listening to your neighbor's hood. I'm Christina. And I'm Jackie. i uh, stay curious. And make it a great day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, side note. If you haven't already subscribed, please do. If you haven't already liked, please do. Leave us a review. We need you. That. Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. <laughs>